just might keep going. <laughs> I was just thinking about how much better you've gotten every time. Oh, thank you very much. And the songs are getting longer too. They are. Yeah. Next time it's gonna be like a 15 minute version. <laughs> play Stairway to Heaven. I was just about to say that. Yeah, we're back after. After how, saying we weren't going anywhere for a yeah. while. Uh, so I apologize for everybody. I was out. I was sick. I actually, I actually had a really bad sinus infection. Yeah, you were really sick. I just couldn't move, and so I couldn't do it. How uh, did you treat yourself for that, by the way? Uh, were you taking any extra supplements or anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I actually had a heavy reg- regimen of it. So we'll get right into it. Um, I took, I talked to a gentleman that I know, Dr. Jeff Spencer. And, <laughs> and, um, and the reason I laugh is because there's a funny text and I'll share it with you. Just don't judge me. Um, <laughs> and so he put me on a regimen of um, colostrum. Which do you know? I don't what colostrum even know is? what that is. Colostrum is actually when, when babies breastfeed, um, like the like the very first like when when nutrient. Women breast, yeah, it's like the very first thing that comes out. It's like really thick, um, so it's like a colostrum. I don't think it's coming from a woman's I breast. I was just about to say, how do they? Get uh, but it? I think it comes from like another <laughs> different thing. I have to look that up. Colostrum. Um, so colostrum, <laughs> and then we did like mega dosing of vitamin A, vitamin B, um, vitamin C. Um, maybe even like vitamin E or something like that. And then I did, oh, vitamin D, D3. Uh, cause so D th- A through E, uh, all the vitamins. I don't think B. I actually don't think it was B. <laughs> I think it was A, it was AC, ACD. It was ACD, uh, mega dosing, like really high mm-hmm. volumes of it. Um, and then, in, and then I did a, uh, the, so the D3 came in a coconut oil capsule, which was cool. Um, and then I also did, um, uh, it's colloidal silver. I know that? that is. So yeah. I did. I did a little bit of that. You hold it under your tongue. But then I also did colloidal silver gel. And so with the gel is you kind of like rub it in your nose and everything. Okay. And so Doctor Jeff said he was and he texted me this. He's like, I was like, how what do I do with the gel? And he said, put like a little dollop on the in the corner of your fin- pinky finger. Put it all the way up your nose to where there's their back cavity uh-huh. and take a big take a big inhale. And I was like, are you talking about snorting it? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, well, yes. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, because I got a mirror and a straw right here. <laughs> yeah. And so and it was weird. Like, does it hurt? No. I mean, it was fine, but. So I, that's the regimen I did for like five days straight. And I did that like every four hours. Wow. All yeah, right. So you know, very like labor intensive. Very labor times. intensive. Took care, you know, took care of myself. And hopefully I got better, you know. Um, but I kind of have now, you know, as he calls it, like his first aid kit of like, you know. Now you're prepared stuff. for the next time. Yeah. I never had a sinus infection though before. It's terrible. I mean, just like the, just kind of like the, uh, you know. The pressure. The continuing pain and pressure. And it's like a head cold. So it's like, like my brain wasn't all there. Mm-hmm. And just, I actually had to kind of like take a day off. I just kind of like. Yeah. You texted me and you're like, sorry, I just woke up and it was like 10 o'clock at yeah, night. I, I literally just, you know, I sat on the couch and I had a guitar with me. And uh, lucky enough, there was a surf contest on. So I literally felt like terrible because I'm so used to doing stuff. <laughs> but I literally sat on the couch with my with my uh, ukulele and then watching a surf contest pretty much like for two days. But That's like the dream sick day when you're it young. It is. It's just, and, and Brody, my little dog, loves it. She's like, the, she loves when people are sick because you can just sit Because you there. never force her to walk then. <laughs> That's right. Because you can just sit there on your chest and lick your nose the entire time. Yeah. So I was, so I was sick for, for, it was almost like a week. I just, and I didn't do a lot of exercising that week. I was just out of it i was i'm a big baby when i'm sick i think men are babies oh in general God. with things like this because even just with my boyfriend 
he'll get sick and or, or just get a cold and he'll text me about it at work like I'm really not <laughs> feeling well and like I read it in a voice that's like that that's so funny is is um so Gina literally has no time for me when I'm sick <laughs> and now that we have no and everything I even told her I was like you used to be so good when I was sick you would come you know what <laughs> You'd, you know, it stroke my hair when I had hair, you know, you'd rub my back, you'd cuddle. And I was like, now it's just like, I, you, I get no compassion from you. Um, but it's so funny because like nobody came to visit me because they didn't want to get sick. Like when you're younger, you know, people come check you out. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, you're just like this, you know, this leper. Yeah, that nobody wants to come true. To. And so it's so funny because my sister and her, her fiance live right across the street. And I knew that everybody was going over there for dinner. I just stayed back because I just didn't want to get everybody sick. I had this feeling. I was like, I know my mom's coming over. Aww. And she did. <laughs> she came over, checking what's going on. You know, and my mom's very, she's very well, she's caring. she's a nurse, she's right? She's a nurse. She's very caring, very loving, but she's very, you know, what's going on? What, you know, what is causing <laughs> this? Is it because you're eating healthy? Is this why this is happening? So <laughs> Quick, no. let me go get some shredded like, cheese. I got all these different things and, uh, um, she, was, she took a look at them. She's like, okay, well, just make sure you take care of yourself. Do you need chicken soup? And I was like, no, I'm okay. I'm all right. So, um, but I did tell her, I was like, you know what? I knew that you were coming over though. And out of everybody, I knew that you'd be here. Aww. So, um, yeah, I was definitely a mama's boy and, um, still continues to this day. Um, but my wife had no time for it when I'm sick. <laughs> um, even Noah, you know, she would ask, you know, are you better? Are you better? And yeah, I'm better. Um, and then, you know, it's just, I slept in her bedroom with the big old you know, stuffed animals. It's kind of creepy. Did you wear the Princess Elsa frozen costume? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I put on a tiara <laughs> before I went to bed. Um, so I was sick for a week. Um, and then I did some traveling the week after. Um, so I was kind of out last week. But before I get into all that. Yes. Before I get into all that. Today's a very special day. Today's a big day. We have a big announcement to make. This is so cool. It's a major announcement. I'm not telling you what it is yet. Um, you got to wait to listen. Um, but it's, I think it's uh, in four or five years of us being in it's business. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. You know, um, nothing else will be the same. Uh, no, but this is pretty cool. Uh, I'm really and excited. And we're both just staring at it we're staring at, right at what this is right now. Um, so we'll tell you about that yeah. about the halfway point. Yeah, it's so we'll really tell you that in a cool. little bit. Um, so yeah, big announcement coming up. Um, also, everybody that uh, you know participated to get your free hats, those are being shipped out this week, possibly into next week. Um, and yeah, and then we have another contest. And I can't tell you even what the contest is because it pertains it's part to of the, the special announcement. announcement. So yeah, so major announcement coming in a few minutes. So feel free to just fast forward to the half an hour. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so you were traveling. So I was, sick. So, so I was traveling. So I was I had to go out to. LA last week, Los Angeles, Marina Del Rey. And so beautiful. If I could live out in Southern California in that area, I would want to live in Marina Del Rey. Really? What'd you Marina like Del Rey it? or Santa Monica. What's I the just name of that one street? Like the Abbott? Abbott Kinney? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. more in the Venice area, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is right in between Marina and all yeah. that. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's, my it's, it's, one of my best friends uh, lives in Santa Monica. So when I go out there and visit her, she always we always borrow like one of her neighbor's bikes, and she takes me on a bike ride. And we go up to Marina Del Rey area, and then you can ride back down on the boardwalk through yep. Venice and yeah. Santa Monica. Yeah. The um. So I got into Marina Del Rey on Monday, and then I was like, and so I went to the front desk, and I always ask. This is a question I always ask. How far are we to the beach? <laughs> oh my god! And he's like, he's like, it's like four blocks that way. Just go up here, turn left, and you're there. And I was like, perfect. So I had some new shoes on, which I, I didn't, because I want to travel. I have this weird thing. I don't wear sand, my sandals because I always wear sandals. I just wear shoes. So I, just, I think it's weird when people, when I see men in flip-flops at an airport. Yeah, I used to typically just put on shoes, um, but I got blisters because I don't wear socks. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> so I went down and to the, and I didn't know it was Venice Beach there. Like, I just knew oh. I'm in Marina Del Rey. and we know Yeah, it, it's right on like the border there. So you take Washington Street or Washington Avenue straight down. And I'm like, oh, it's a, this is Venice Beach, you know. It's interesting. Yeah, and it's, um. 
I used I was a you know I was a big fan of you know of skating and punk rock music and there was you know the whole like Lords of Dogtown which was a movie oh, I love I that love movie I love that movie uh, but you had the whole Dogtown movement and stuff like that and it all happened right, right there, there which is really cool and so I just decided I was like I'm just gonna I, like, I went up the pier which every tourist does looked mm-hmm. around I was like this is cool um, and I was like I'm just gonna kind of walk and so I walked I guess you could it's say a north, pretty long walk like, towards like Santa Monica uh-huh. and so I walked like from Venice Beach to Santa Monica That's long and you want to talk about like all walks of life. Isn't it incredible All there what you see? I know. Life. I mean, and I know. You, see, you see the really, 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 really poor guys there. And you see kind of like the ultra rich that are, you know, that have those homes right home. there on the boardwalk. And they're not massive, but they're just like, you just know that they just are multi-million dollar oh, yeah. real estate. And right it was there. so cool. And, um, and so you walk by Muscle Beach. Did you see people working out? I saw people working out. It wasn't crazy. Like there actually wasn't like anybody like. Oh, I've been there um, and walked by it when I've seen people working out and like they'll sometimes stop and pose. For me, what more than anything, I'm surprised that people actually do work out there because it's so dirty. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like it's, a, it's literally like an outdoor gym. There's no roof. There's no nothing. The machines yeah. are like broken, but people are always there. Yeah, uh, and then just a little bit past that is the um, you have like the famous you know Venice Beach basketball mm-hmm. courts and so I was watching and I mean those get rough right I mean it's just it was you know you heard a couple couple um bad word bombs that were dropping <laughs> um as you're dry, as you're walking by it was cool to see a really good guys out there did and, you see the skate ramp and so I was getting to that so, so I cool. actually got to like the like the skate bowl and everything uh-huh. like that and I skated in high school you know and we had a little ramp in our downstairs in college but nothing like this. No, these kids are shredding. Oh my and god! Like, young. I, and I called, actually, Facetimed with my college roommates, and I was like, "I've never felt less of a man than uh-huh. I am right here, just looking at." And, and there's girls out there just crushing it, and I just—it's amazing. I sat there for an hour just watching. Isn't it, was it so cool? It's unbelievable. When I was there, um, it was so cute. There was a little boy who his—it must have been his dad or his big brother—was like skateboarding, and he had like a tiny little plastic skateboard, and they were like showing him how to go down the ramps. Uh, I mean, those kids are incredible. It's unbelievable. I mean, they grew up doing that stuff, and I did not. Uh, I kind of got into it late, but I was just—it was just amazing. I literally just sat there for an hour. I was like. This is the coolest thing. And so then I walked up, you know, to Santa Monica and you kind of like go past like all the different streets and, uh, you know, the dispensaries. There's guys in green scrubs yep. that, you know, want Trying you to, to come you in there up. to talk. To, I guess there's a doctor somewhere in mm-hmm. there that can give you an evaluation. If you oh, need yeah. And if marijuana. you're if you're a resident, they'll if you're a resident of California with the doctor inside, he'll write you a prescription. That's right crazy. There. Yeah, I, I don't do that because I geek out. I know, it's <laughs> such a disappointment. I even said to you, I was like, man, it's too bad a, you don't I do that. I have a terrible weed smoker. <laughs> um, and then, so I walked through that and it was just really cool. And then, of course, people come up to you and want to give you stuff. There was literally a guy, because you have like, as you're walking north, all along you have the right-hand side, you have like your storefront, mm-hmm. like your shops and stuff. Along the left-hand side is like the dudes that just set up tables trying to sell shit. And there was this one guy, he literally just had a sign and he had like a little like microphone and a um, speaker, but wasn't saying anything. And his sign said, you know, something about, you know, September 11th secrets and other NWO, New World Order, whatever it is, you know, secrets that nobody's telling <laughs> you. And I guess you go up to him and you just pay him and he just talks to you about it. And I didn't do that. I didn't see anybody talk, but he was like, I kind of felt bad. He's just sitting there. And that's what he does for a living is just, <laughs> you know, when people pay him, he tells you about the stuff in his head that he thinks is going on but he God could be right him. about everything. Yeah. <laughs> but His uh, office is a beach. His office is a beach. Put his back to the beach. He's not even looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was cool. So so Venice Beach was really, really neat. Um, and then my friend actually, um, I had a conference. I had, I had some meetings um, the, the next couple of days, but my friend came and met me in Venice Beach and we went out um, on the Abbott Kinney Road. Mm-hmm. And she 
she is used to when my sister goes out there and when she's used to being here with Gina, my wife, and they shop. Walk down to Abbott Kennedy. She's like, let's go in here. This is the original Tom store. And I was like, that's cool. I was like, I got to tell you something. I'm not a shopper. <laughs> I, I don't browse. You know, if there's something I want, just go buy it. But I don't want to buy anything right now. So we went to, it was cool. The original Tom store. And uh, you go into this one room and I guess like everybody's like working. Mm-hmm. And they all have their computers out and they have like headphones on. And none of them could hear me. So I was like, was like you know, Danielle, what, you know, what do you think they're doing? She's like, I think they're all working. I was like, or they're just all looking at porn right now. Because <laughs> they had like, one guy had like the, like the virtual reality set on and everything. Really? And yeah. And so they have all like the, the, the Tom shoes. I did get a coffee there. I was like, I'll at least buy something here. So I got a coffee. <laughs> and um, so we left there and went to like Aviator Nation. And, uh-huh. and she's like looking at all these things. I'm like, this is, I was like, this is great. But I was like, I just, I don't want to shop. I'm just not into shopping. Um, and then, so the question was after that, we were gonna get something Danielle said, uh, you know, where do you want to go? And I was like, I could tell you one thing. I don't want to go to any place that's crowded, packed shoulder to shoulder. We have to scream to talk to you. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. So we go and she's like, how about this one place? And I looked in there. I'm like, oh God. And she opened the door and you can hear just screaming and stuff like that. And she put her, she put her name down. It was like a 20 minute wait. And she came out. She's like, oh, what do you think? Does this look good? I was like, no, I was like, I can be honest <laughs> with you. I do not want to eat there. It's just too packed. I was like, I just got in. I just want to relax. So. We should preface this by telling everybody that Jake <laughs> is used to a very slower pace of life yeah. based on where you live up here. So, so we left there, went to a nice, you know, nice restaurant, um, had a good meal, good catching up. Danielle, um, Danielle's a really good friend of mine. And so it was good catching up with her on her home turf because she just moved there about Oh, lucky. Yep. I love California. And so, so I had a couple meetings, which is good. Um, and then we, I left, and this is kind of crazy. So I left Marina Del Rey. I, and the whole deal was if Danielle came to meet me for dinner in Venice Beach, I would meet her in her place. It's called like Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Los Feliz? Yeah. She, she looks very good. nice over there. And too. so she gave, like, she didn't give me directions. And so, like, I had to rent a car from the airport. So I had to get a cab to the airport, rent a car. Oh, God. Yeah, it's just crazy. And so, it took me it took me like an hour to get there and so i'm looking at like i'm looking at i'm using my phone for mm-hmm. the navigation and i'm looking at it and like midway through it says take a left and then go 10 miles on crenshaw boulevard and i'm like oh my god i'm in the thick of it right now <laughs> so what did i like i literally thought i was like should i reroute should i reroute i was like you know what screw it so i put on like the local rap station i just <laughs> went after it windows down I remember Bone Thugs and Harmony was playing. I just went after it um, and then eventually re- <laughs> re- arrived in Los Feliz. So that was good. So that was my L.A. trip. So the next day, and this is all last week. I'm exhausted and I got to leave tomorrow. Uh, all, so the next day, I drive from L.A. I was supposed to meet somebody in Carlsbad for lunch. Beautiful. And so I got up really early because I was afraid of the traffic. So I drove down and there's a surf contest, the same one that I was watching the week before when I was sick, um, going on in San Clemente. And I was like, you know, and this is, this is, I want to talk about this later, but like everything in my body was like, don't go. You got so much stuff going on, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah, this is, this is a life to once in a lifetime chance. There's a surf contest is going to go like past, like it's gonna be like a mile away from the road that I'm at. I should just go. And so I literally like Siri reroute me and went to um, San Clemente. And it was at, it was, um, it's called the Hurley Pro. Um, it was at Trestles Beach and it's not like the beaches we have here in Florida. It's not like you just park and you just go to the beach. It's, I dead ended a couple of times because it's at like a state park. It's, there's no parking. By oh, this place. wow. And so when I, I actually dead ended it like at a, um, at a private community, I finally asked the guy and I was like, can you just tell me where the surf contest is? He was like, it's Trestles. And she said, um, 
you got to park at the Carl's Jr. and just walk below or walk above the interstate and get down there. And I knew that there was a hike for this thing, so I did. And it's like a two-mile hike. Oh, my god! Which is really cool. And it's all, like, downhill, which beautiful. is really cool. Going back is I was just fine, about to say, but, except when you have to go uh, back to your But car. it's absolutely beautiful. And so I went down to the beach, and, like, I was taking pictures of everything and um, got to the beach. And it's, like, a beach that I, I've seen on the webcast, know all about it, just never been there. And then got there, and there's tons of surfers out there. And I didn't want to surf. This is I'm there for a couple hours. This is their turf. I'm not in there to mix it up with them. Um, and then I kind of like turn to the left, and you see like the big scaffoldings, and you That's see so cool. And it's really cool. And it's like where they had the surf contest. So I went down there and watched, you know, watched uh, watched the guys surf for an hour. And the thing is, it's like different than any sporting event. Like if you go to a basketball game or a football game, it's like there's not to say there's not guardrails there, but it's like there's definitely you're an you're you're an audience and you're a crowd and you are you know the competitors right at a surf contest it's different it's like everybody's in the middle of everybody that's so cool and so these guys that i would see like i watched these things for like years these webcasts of the contest are just walking, walking around right you. by me and i'm like oh my were God. you geeking out i was geeking out <laughs> i don't take pic i don't want to do the you know take a picture with me because a lot of people were doing that i won't do it but and i don't ask for autographs i think autographs are stupid um, but i did see a couple really famous surfers and um, i just actually saw them surf and everything and it was just it was coolest thing and i left there was like this this i'm so glad i did it i'm so glad i stepped out of my comfort zone to do this so left left uh san clemente i'm sorry if i'm dragging on no, here but this I love is it. all my week <laughs> last week left san clemente met my friend uh met, met a really really good friend close friend that i um that i've known for the past five or six years and i've never met her in person really talked on the phone yeah she does some work with us she also she also helped me a lot with my meditation and everything and um finally met her face to face and it was like catching up with an old friend it was literally just like old buds meeting for the first time it was cool it was really That's really so cool. cool yeah um and there's there's actually something i want to say for another podcast um we talked about crystals she mm -hmm. actually had like a crystal uh it was actually really a kind of a cool experience and i was always a skeptic of like the crystal stuff so we'll save that crystal talk that's for very now. california it, it is but I, <laughs> I, I, and i'm very skeptical but there was it was pretty cool um and so I hung out with I hung out with her, um, and we did um, you know we got a good meal and we got a good coffee. Hung out, talked, uh, met her family and her dog Jack, um, and then left there to go visit my other friend in Escondido that same night. Met with him. He was a guy I played soccer with in college, um, and uh, met up, and it was really really cool just to kind of meet him. He's he's trying to start his own business. He's kind of playing Mr. Mom now, which is really cool. I I, I I'm just I I think it's so awesome. And, and I admire that so much. And um, he's he's basically, you know, he's watching he's watching his daughter throughout the day and starting his own business while doing it while wow. his wife works and everything. And stays up late to do things, gets up early, and it's so cool. It's so cool. Don't you see any sort of parallels to yourself? Absolutely, in that? Yeah, absolutely. And we talked like we stayed up pretty, all night late. talking, not all night because <laughs> we used to stay up literally all night and not go to sleep. But we stayed up for late for two dudes that have you know kids. Families. We stayed up till like eleven and drinking <laughs> beer, um, and just kind of talking. It was really cool. And so then from then the next day, I flew out from San Diego to Austin. And I don't want to make this. I'm literally going on like 15 minutes telling about my trip. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, People are getting to hear how much you travel. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, which is going to go into our, our topic. Um, so I went from uh, San Diego to Austin where I met Gina and Noah. Um, and we, we hung out with Gina's brother um, and, his, uh, uh, and his wife there. And that was your first time in Austin. It was my first time in Austin, Texas. Now keep in mind, up until then, I had actually been doing you know, awesome with the way I've been eating. Like I've been eating healthily. Like to It's the easy tea. to eat healthy in California too, it I is, think. It is. It is. And I've actually kind of steered more towards 
so I'm actually trying to get away from meat. Um, and that's before I went to California. Um, but I've been trying to, you know, maybe just some fish and maybe some, you know, plant-based proteins and stuff like that. Um, but <laughs> you go to Texas. Yeah, you There you was no me. chance. And and the first place that Danny, Gina's brother, took us, we were at a gas station called Rudy's. And, I mean, they serve brisket. They serve ribs. Oh, so they serve, you know, roasted turkey. And I was like, Danny, you know, what kind of vegetables do they have there? He said, they have coleslaw and they have cream of corn. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, cream of corn. And so I uh, so did some coleslaw, I guess you could count that. Um, but it was like, I mean, for the entire that long weekend, it, it was good. I mean, we ate the food is really any, good. In anything Austin. you could put in a taco, we ate it. Um, and tons of brisket, tons of and like one day I was like, I just want to get a salad with some salmon, please. <laughs> 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 so left Austin on Monday and got back down here to West Palm Beach probably late Monday, and I have to leave again now. This is Thursday as a recording. I have to leave tomorrow to go to. Boulder, Colorado. Another place you haven't been before. Never that been to I Boulder, love. and then apparently that has has a lot of weed and lots I'm not of weed. Gonna, That's what I the just so everybody out there who's listening. When Jake was talking about how he went, he's going to Boulder. I've been there. One of my best friends lives in Denver, and her her wedding was last summer in Boulder. And I was like, oh my god, you're so lucky. It's so beautiful there. And yeah, you know, there's tons of weed, but I guess it's lost yeah, on you. It's completely lost on me. <laughs> completely lost. <laughs> what on a me. waste. I I would love to do it. I would love to be great at, it, but I'm not. And I just <laughs> I just know that I'm bad. Um. But it kind of goes into like something that I want to talk about. I want to ask you about like when I was traveling, like I did well in California, but when you go places that like, like Austin, and I'm sure there's actually probably some really good restaurants. We just didn't go to them. Um, and Danny, bless his soul, does not cook. <laughs> they just don't cook, right? They just go out. Um, it was good. It was a good, good experience. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, but like trying to eat and exercise, like I have since because I was sick, I didn't do my exercise. Traveling last week, I had all the intentions. I brought my shoes and go running, maybe check out the gym didn't happen you know i did go for a couple long walks and stuff like that but it's so hard while you're traveling yeah, it's like really and people hard. talk about and this is, we're getting into the topic now that we're talking about which is the pros and cons of traveling which traveling's awesome right it's um and it's a question that we get a lot when people you know ask us and submit questions and topics traveling's great i think everybody should do it you know you get to <coughs> excuse me you get outside of your own bubble you kind of get in your uncomfort zone which is good for everybody but there's definitely disadvantages like you know you it's it's hard to stay healthy yeah. it's hard to stay on your routine of eating whatever you do um if you take supplements if you take your greens drink and stuff like that you have to pack all that stuff and i did i packed that stuff and that was like the only thing i was like holding me on i was like at least had my greens every single day um but it's tough because it's just and then it wears on you so between the between the pretty much i mean there's unhealthy habits everywhere um you're you're i guess the drive to work out um is lowered mm-hmm. um all oh, that's not it's, it's definitely doable um and the and just the toll it takes you like by monday when i got home you're exhausted I, and i don't travel a lot like i know people that literally travel like you know every other week mm-hmm. but it, you're just exhausted and it's the, the thing that kept going in my back of my mind was like i gotta get up and do this again on friday <laughs> but so it's um so it's tough so i wanted to kind of get your thoughts on like when you travel like when you went to alaska were you working out every day well were you sitting in a corner just doing push-ups i wish uh, so it's so funny because i read a lot of health magazines and fitness magazines and, and the alternative daily and the alternative daily.com and there's always these articles about the hotel room workout the yeah. ways you can sneak workouts and do lunges up and down the airport when you're waiting for your flight and all that I, first of all i've never done anything like that so I i'm actually see you, like standing on your head upside down right? against the wall <laughs> so when i was uh, i'm actually going uh to austin texas myself next week for a couple of days so when I go anywhere like Alaska or when I'm going away next weekend I always in advance of my trip 
try and prepare myself for knowing that I'm not going to be on my normal schedule. And for me, because I try really hard to at least dedicate like five days a week in yeah. my personal life at to, two hours at the gym. <laughs> to working out and eating right. I already know that I'm not going to, I'm, I always try not to be as hard on myself when I'm on vacation. I'm telling sure. myself, okay, you're, you earned this. You'll be fine. This is the reason you work out all the time is so you can go away and positive affirmation. Right. But it never works. I mean, my boyfriend and I will be on the flight home and I'll be like, Oh, I hate myself. Yeah. I'm so fat. So, I mean, it's just a vicious cycle. So. Well, I did my, I did my first workout. Like I actually went for a run yesterday on the beach. I was like, I just don't want to, you know, I was like, I just want to just cruise. So I went for a run on the beach. Mm-hmm. I was dead. It's like about three miles, like on the beach, and That's it's tough though. And it and actually, usually it's packed sand, but like it's just been soft. And I was like literally going down to my ankles. I was like, God, this is terrible. And then I did like my first real workout, like with weights today. I was like, and Exhausted. I was cruising. I was like cruising before with it, just <laughs> crushing it. And like today, I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> how did I do this? Yeah. So so what do you do? Do I mean do you do any exercise? So you- when I when I travel somewhere, what we always try and do one is walk everywhere that we can. Yeah. That's like the number one thing as far as and it's great in some cities where. You know, like if you go to New York City or certain places where you can walk. Yeah. Will you go I, to a gym at places? I mean, I've been on trips. I actually was went to Vegas last summer and worked out in the gym one of the days, yeah. which I had it like all to myself because who works out at a gym? I, in like Las when Vegas. I go, I, I run on the treadmill. Yeah, I mean, I I did stuff like that, but for the most part, I just try and say, all right, I have to enjoy this. In Alaska, it's very easy to be physical. Yeah. Because you're hiking, you're walking, sure, you're fishing, sure, you're sure, doing sure. stuff. But I mean, next week I've already started um, preparing myself because once I go, I'm not going to work out. Yeah. So I've already like starting today. I will be a little bit more strict with my diet for the next seven days. I will work out a little bit harder. Yeah. Just so that way I can feel like I'm like you know saving it up yep. but um like you i bring my greens powder with me and yeah. it's funny i mean that's like if anything when you guys are traveling if there's any sort of probiotics or supplements or yeah. greens powders that you currently take the best thing to do is keep them with you don't go off that because when i went to alaska i had been in such a good groove yep. with taking my green powder yeah. for like a month i didn't want to go away for two weeks and then restart it so yep. I like set it all out. I like measured out 12 days That's worth so of That's so funny. Now I give you stuff. a good bag. That yeah, you can now I've share. got the athletic green, so I don't even have to do that. But for me, I just try and do that. And, and I also, and I'm saying something that I need to um, be better at, but it is true. Like I try and just lay off myself as far as being very hard on myself. Yeah. Because it's not forever. It's okay. I yeah. am on vacation. I mean, but when I go on trips, I mean, I eat whatever I want. Yeah, and I was the same way. And it was just kind of like when I saw Gina's brother, like we picked us up at the airport and he told us we were going. And I even told him, I was like, you know, I've been eating really well. I was like, I knew that I was coming and you're a meat, like you are a carnivore. Like, mm-hmm. he, like the man just doesn't eat anything green. And I was like, I'm in it. I'm in it. Let, yeah, let's you just, just have to like it. enjoy it. And it's funny because the place we went to, I, I, told, I told him a joke. I was like, uh, it was like just brisket, you know, and you had your ribs and everything. And I was going to jokingly ask them, you know, um, you know, do you have any vegetarian protein options? They'd be like, here? we have chicken. And they would <laughs> slap me in the face with barbecue. <laughs> it's like, get out of here. Um, so I just went in it. I just, I, w- I was, I was in it to win it. Um, and like the last day, it's funny, like the last day I felt like I had the healthiest meal, which was pizza. And I was like, he's like, he's like, I got this really good pizza place. I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just do it. Let's, that, we're the same let's way. Just do it. Like let's just go in. my last meal, when I went out of town for labor day, I mean, we ate, so much every single day and we got to the airport and like the only thing around was the tgi fridays yeah and i was like oh screw it i'll just have the jack daniels burger <laughs> <laughs> you know the um the, so so what i travel with i travel with my greens um travel with probiotics the greens that we have actually has the probiotics in it um also um it's good to travel with the colloidal silver if you can because it does have and even the gel if you can get the gel and you do you know and where s- did you find this at a health food store health food store you can get it on amazon it's like just 
you know, look up colloidal silver gel and colloidal silver definitely has some, you know, antibiotic uh, properties to it. And so you can also just kind of, you don't have to snort it, but you can like rub it like in your nose and stuff. So as you're breathing it, it's catching all the different That's bad so stuff. That's so interesting. Yeah. I never even heard of it. So I'm, does it smell bad? No, it has no scent to it That's at all. Interesting. No scent to it all. Um, and the same thing, it's, it's, it's basically like what it is in liquid form, but like in a gel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go with that and then, um, I've now added a new supplement that I bring all the time. Um, it's a digestive enzyme. Ah, that's uh, good. And it's one, Especially with all the eating. Oh, with all the eating. Like I just, that's, that's, I brought it with me cause I knew I was just going to just go crazy. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> so that was all my travels. That was the pros. And of course we all know the pro- pros of it, right? You're getting out, you're seeing like all the awesome things. Yeah. It's something that I think everybody should do. Like I didn't really travel like growing up. Like I never, I really didn't like, I flew on an airplane to Florida, mm-hmm. um, when I was like two to go to Disney. And then I did not fly again until I was dating Gina. So I was probably like 20 wow. years old. Yeah. And I was so scared. Did that you guys always do road trips? Yeah, we always did road. And we never really, like, we either went, because I grew up in Virginia. So it was either uh, we went up to Pennsylvania, which is an eight hour trip. Mm-hmm. Um, or we drove down to the Outer Banks of North Carolina, which was like only two hours. And that was it. And other than like soccer and stuff like that, we visited some other cool places. But um, there was never like, I hadn't even been off the East Coast. I hadn't really even. Wow. Yeah. So the, my, the very first time that I traveled, we came down to see Gina's dad for Christmas. I was so nervous about flying. I used to be terrified. And so, um, when I got on the plane, we long story short through my very first flight, like my flight got canceled. We have to go to another airport and everything. I'm so nervous about the plane going down. <laughs> and so they bumped us up to first class and it was like from Norfolk to Orlando and Gina's dad's house was like two hours from Orlando, but it's just like what we had to do. And, um, we bumped us up to first class and I had probably had like six or seven like airplane bottles. Oh my gosh. I'm 20 years hammered. old. I passed out on the flight and I, I wake up to Gina nudging me like, we got to go. We got to go. I'm like, what's wrong? And I look back and like, there's nobody else in the plane. I'd pass, oh my God. I'd passed out in the, like in the front, like first class. And um, then I have to get in like, be like, oh, hey, you know, hey, Gina's dad. dad. Like, like, oh my God. I feel like, te- I feel like terrible. Um, and I passed out like on the way home and everything. It was just bad. That was, that was back in bad days. So, um, so pros and cons of traveling, get out there and do it. Um, all right. So it's time. For our big reveal. For a big reveal. This is very I exciting. I know because well, you have to talk and play. Can you play something like this? No. Could you play any um instruments? Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Don't put me on blast like that. <laughs> put me on blast. <laughs> I actually have some bongos. Can you play I could bongo? probably do bongos or what's the the tambourine? Tambourine triangle. The finger the finger um symbols. I'd yeah. be good at that too. So. Big announcement we have here is it's actually something we've been working on for a couple months now. Um, and I want to make the announcement here. And this is the first time you're making the announcement. Yeah. Nobody knows, you know, with the alternative daily, there's 1.5 million people signed up to receive our emails and our community and everything. And, uh, something we've been working on for a while. Um, you've heard me talk about this specific topic a ton on here. We talk about it all the time. Um, but I am going to say that, um, from here on out, the Alternative Daily will also be selling the Alternative Daily Organic Fair Trade Coffee. Woo! Yeah, so we actually did tons and tons of research and tons and tons of taste testing. And when 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 I tell you that there's actually bad coffee out there, there's bad coffee out there. Yeah, so it's funny because I think like a, six weeks or so ago on the podcast, you were talking about how you've been 
trying so many different kinds of coffees and I would always see all the different bags that you yeah. had out there. So what were you doing? Just making a pot of coffee and trying it? Yeah, and so I do my Americano and that's what I do, which is an espresso with hot water. Uh, and that's how I feel like you can get like the, like the, the most concentrated taste out of it, right? And so we got tons of bags. Um, me and um, David, who also runs operations for the Alternative Daily, um, he, uh, we, we all got the same bag because I wanted to say like, here's what I think, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. I'm more of like a bold guy. He's more of like a medium guy. Um, and this is a medium roast that we decided to do because we didn't want it. Like there's definitely people who don't like boldness. Um, however, I didn't want to do blonde because come on, we got to step up our game. Yeah. Yes, at least got to go to medium. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so we did tons and tons and tons of taste off taste testing and different beans and different quality beans, beans and finally selected these really good South American beans, um, that are fair trade. Um, they're USDA organic, um, and it's actually for a, from a sustainable farm. It's really, really good coffee beans. And the actual name of the roast, I'm really excited to announce. So we have the Alternative Daily Coffee, um, and the name of the roast is Lucy's Brew, B-R-U. Um, and we kind of just put our little spin on it. Um, so Lucy, as you guys have all known, is uh, my Jack Russell Rat Terrier dog. His favorite dog. She's awesome. And <laughs> if you on the website, um, we'll actually give you a link here in a little bit. Um, or you could probably see it on the page that you're listening to this on. <clears throat> um, the bag is really cool. It's the actually, bag is really cool. It's actually got a picture of Lucy on a surfboard riding a wave, which is true. She does surf with me. She paddle boards with me and everything. And um, I did want to kind of, if you're listening to this, I just actually want to read what we put on the back, if that's okay. I like I what you wrote on the back. Um, so, so this is the Alternative Daily Lucy's Brew on the front. Organic whole bean coffee. It's a medium roast. It's organic fair trade. It's it's a really good. It's a really good. Um, uh, roast. We went through tons and tons of bags and tons and tons of different beans, and this is the best one that we have found. And I just want to read you a little bit about what we say on the back, because you know all, all coffee bags tell a story. Mm-hmm. Of course, we tell a story. So <clears throat> on the back, Lucy's brew. Yes, Lucy is an actual dog. She is also the burst of energy in all of us. When Lucy isn't chasing squirrels or catching lizards, she is paddleboarding and swimming in the Atlantic, jumping in pools and giving our family eternal love. Whether you are a dog lover or not, wouldn't it be great if we treated everyone like our dogs treat us when we first get home? Spread the Lucy love and cheer by sharing a cup of coffee with a friend, loved one, or stranger. Jump in and soak in the experience of these hand-picked organic and fair trade beans from Central and South America. Because life, like coffee, is all about the experience. Enjoy it like Lucy does every day. Which is true because have you ever walked into, like, you don't have a dog, you have cats. But you see when Lucy comes, like, when you come in, she's (laughs) all over you, Yeah, they always greet me. And we just, you know, that's what we need to do with everybody, too. And Lucy did go swimming today. Lucy did go swimming today. So I'm really, really pleased to announce, I'm really proud of this. um, And we're drinking it right now. We're drinking it right now. It's so good. It's it's delicious. I already finished mine. Megan was already drinking it before in previous podcasts. I didn't even know. She didn't even know it was it. So I was actually testing it to make sure she was like, oh my God, this is is piss coffee. What is this? (laughs) So the Alternative Daily Coffee, it'll be available. Um, I actually have to come up with a URL and I'll come up with it, but um, we'll get that later. Um, So... Uh, look at look for it on this on the page that you're sitting on right now, um, and uh, look for it on our site. It's it's excellent. It's uh, it's really good. It coffee. is really really good. And and so oh yeah, <laughs> so this is cool. So rather than me just talking about it, we have our free giveaway today. And what better than we're gonna give away the alternative daily coffee Lucy's brew? That's right. So I have ten bags. That's ten awesome. bags that I want to give out to ten different people. You can't win with, and you can't win all ten. And just so you guys know, when he told me that he was giving away ten, he Jake can attest to the fact that I got snotty. I was like, "You're going to give ten bags away and not even give me one." Yeah, so I'm technically giving eleven because <laughs> Meg is going to get some. Um, so here's what we want you to do. 
Megan, what are we going to have to do? You have to email us. The email address is podcast at thealternativedaily.com. Subject line, Lucy's Brew. Yeah. Tell us in your email. L-U-C-Y. Or you could just say coffee, but Lucy's Brew. That's your point. Lucy's Brew. Tell us in the email, one, how you take your coffee. Do you like it sweet? Do you drink it black, iced, hot? You tell us how you take your coffee. And the second thing is give us a topic for a podcast you would like us to discuss in the future. It can be about anything that you want. And if we don't discuss it on the podcast, it does give us inspiration for the website. So we're going to give away 10 bags of Lucy's Brew, one bag per person. So your odds are very, very good. They are really good. Well, no, it's terrible because we have millions of people that listen to this. So... (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, that's great. I'm, re- I'm really, it's something I'm proud of. It's something we've been working on for a while. Yeah, it's really we write, exciting. We write a lot about coffee on the Alternative Daily. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not that it's just like uh, this, you know, crazy crack that people drink in the morning. There's definitely health benefits with coffee, you know, from the antioxidants in it, um, you know, from the actual, it can actually help with uh, your blood sugar um, and actually help with um, with your liver too. And yeah. So, and Go ahead, Megan. I was going to say that we actually looked up some of these on our website. You know, we've got some great articles on the alternativedaily.com about health benefits of coffee. And some of those, as Jake said, you know, helping with your liver, but also it helps to protect against type 2 diabetes, Parkinson's disease, liver cancer, and helps to promote a healthy heart. And some of these reasons, for example, if we're talking about how coffee can help against type 2 diabetes, it's because that researchers actually found that coffee drinking increases plasma levels of the protein sex hormone in the body that controls... Yeah, that's right. You didn't know I was going there. All right. That controls the um, development of type 2 diabetes so coffee helps to suppress that again because it's a great um, detoxifier it's really good for the prevention of any sort of liver disease and liver cancer and and I've actually seen this on thealternativedaily.com some people and some studies suggest that even decaf coffee has great health benefits for you as well as far as all the antioxidant levels yeah, absolutely. Um, coffee is coffee is a superfood. Like um, a lot of people, it's been vilified for a very long time, right? Uh, and again, if you if you're drinking like pots of it every single day, yeah, I always think it's so interesting when people do these cleanses and they're told, "Oh, you have to stop drinking coffee." It's like, well, maybe if you stopped putting sweet and low and all that yes. crap in it. Well, that's the but thing. Just like, to drink black coffee is not bad you know, for you. Um, it, it's really not. And you know, for the longest time before I kind of got into this health kick, you was you was putting like you know. A, flavored creamer you know the hazelnut creamer or when you do the pumps of the stuff at starbucks like i was at starbucks and somebody actually asked for 13 pumps wait really not 12 not 14 13 13 pumps of whatever it was and so it's funny like i i think like if you look at starbucks and a lot like and we write about them a lot on the website but they do some good things um you know if you're going out there and getting your like mocha frappuccino eight pumps of you know it's like i don't get it but if you're going there to get, you know, the, your coffees, your lattes or whatever, you know, I, I you know, it's, I get it. Right. Um, but like there's other, like the really kind of frou-frou, I like to call them kind of mm-hmm. like the sweet drinks are just like, it's just, that's not coffee, right? That's not why coffee is here. And so I've actually started drinking mine black. Like I used to put cream in there. There's nothing wrong with putting cream in there. Um, but recently it's just for me, it's just coffee and honey. Coffee and honey, coffee and honey. That's good. And um, it's funny. We'll go to the different restaurants. You'll see like the yellows, the pinks, the blues. The blues. <laughs> and they have the whites. And I'm looking for the browns at least. Or I've actually started asking people for honey. They're like, for what? I'm like, put it in my coffee, you know? Um, so it's it's a, it's a really good, it, it is a superfood. If you're drinking pots of it, it's probably not a good thing. You got to be careful with your um, 
with the caffeine intake. Um, but you know, I have two to three cups a day and, uh, I enjoy it. So, um, well, I have actually been doing something yes, new I hear about and I'm this. super excited. Yeah. So I, so hold on one second. and I can do it with Lucy's brew. Yeah. So, so Megan, when she was giving me topics, um, she said she wanted to talk all about cold brew coffee. That's right. And I said, that's it. We got to talk about it. And so when she came in right before we started to, uh, right before we started talking about the podcast she started going to and i was like no 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 let's hold it <laughs> you I guys know. know the drill jake doesn't let me talk about anything just in my life nope, until we're on, on the video on air so tell me all about i'm not even going to set it up tell me all about what is it okay so i personally i like iced coffee sometimes even first thing in the morning a, a cup of hot coffee is a bit too much for me so uh, if i'm at uh, a job or at home like and i brew a pot of coffee i'll usually like put it in the freezer for a couple of seconds to like cool it down a little bit so already I like coffee cold so about a week ago uh Colin and I and one of my my closest friends Taylor we all went out to lunch and there's this really cool coffee shop right next door to where we were having lunch called Panther Coffee and it's really like awesome like very eclectic cool sort of local coffee shop and they had something called cold brew and so I was like, oh, I figured it's like an iced coffee. And like they sort of describe it, what it is. And it's a different process to make coffee. Yep. So Colin and I both got a cold brew coffee. One, the taste is amazing. Like I was so blown away. I thought the taste was so good. Like you could really taste the coffee in it. And it was delicious. And then I had this incredible, incredible, incredible like energy, like this burst of energy. Now, sometimes like when I drink regular coffee, I can get like a little jittery or yep. like it makes my stomach hurt. Yeah. This was like so sustained and such good energy levels that I was just going to go home and like do laundry and stuff because Colin was at work. It was like last Friday. I was so wired. I was like, I got to go do something. Like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go. It was like a rest day for me. And I still went to the gym because I just had this great, great energy. I do love the gym. <laughs> so I had this great energy. Now, here's another thing that I noticed. And I was texting Colin the whole time. Like, oh, my God, how do you feel? Like, I'm, I'm feeling so. I thought I was like partying in my in my body. It's like you're doing shrooms I, the first time. I oh was God, like, do you feel how are you feeling? What are you feeling? And um, then there was no crash. And I even asked Colin later about it because he went back to work to sit at a desk. I was like, you know, how would you feel? And he goes, yeah, I had such good energy. And like, I didn't even get a crash after because sometimes coffee will make you yeah. crash. Yeah, yeah. So we looked into brewing cold brew coffee at home. I love it because you're because we're not talking about just adding ice cubes, are we? Oh no, no, yes, no, no, no! I actually got nervous for a second. I was like, oh, she can tell me she just you know adds no. ice cubes. No, oh whole yeah, thing. no. Yes, so. Tell me about it. Colin and I researched it. We went out and got all of our supplies. Did you get everything. like all the equipment? Oh, we got like everything. So I love it. Go for it. I will tell you like the most simplified way. I mean, you could do a complicated way. Like, like do you have like the wraparound thing? You could use the French press. No, that's, that's, we're going to invest in that in a little bit. Okay. If we see this going. All you need, and it's very, very easy. And I encourage anybody. I actually posted an Instagram about it on the Alternative Daily's Instagram account. And then was for texting. For all of our million followers. Yeah. <laughs> and I was then texting some of my girlfriends like, you have to do cold brew coffee. I will give you the most simplified way to do it. So now, I, is, if it's simplified, is it legit? Yes. Yes. You can. This is like so the best like, way to do well, it. Even, even like cold brew snobs would say, okay, this is at least yes. okay. So it's not, hold on, I'm, I'm setting this up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, let, I'm letting the anticipation go because I'm really excited. So it's not like, am I, it's not like I'm actually just putting you're not going to get like imitation if you and I'm not putting way. it in the freezer and like a lot of people say oh you know I'll just make some you know coffee ice cubes no and no, stuff. no 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 okay all right uh, so go the, ahead. the process the of cold brewing is essentially you're going to take coffee and soak it in filtered water 
So what we do, and there's two things wow. that you can do. Okay. So one, for example, with Lucy's Brew, we'll use this as the example because this would be great for anybody that wins the bag or anybody that has coffee at home. Ideally, you always, always want coffee to be as fresh as possible. Yep. So if you have a coffee grinder at home. You, and if you always, don't, you need to get one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, honestly, it really does make a huge difference, difference. Huge difference. So let's just say you have a coffee grinder. If not, it's okay. Buy coffee. Actually, at Whole Foods and grocery stores, you can buy beans and there's a machine that you can grind yep. it yourself. You want coarse ground coffee, which is why it's always better to do this at home if you have a grinder because you can sort of control the coarse or right. versus fine. On a scale of one to 10, you have f one being fine, 10 being... Coarse. Su super su coarse, yeah. So you're going to want to go for like an eight. Okay, got it. Okay. Because you want it pretty thick. Got it. What you're going to do, and here's the ratio that we've been doing. Four cups of filtered water, okay. or you know, like bottled water, whatever it is that you have. Four cups of water to one cup of coarse coffee. Grinds. When you say one cup, are you actually talking I'm about measuring like a, out, like a measuring spoon? Yeah, I'm measuring out okay. using like a measuring oh, like cup. Like this? Okay. One cup. You can do a few things here. We actually went out and bought like a dedicated BPA-free like plastic pitcher. We okay. got two of them. Okay. You could use an, a large mason jar. You okay. could use anything. You need a jar with a lid. Okay. So in your, I'm going to use the pitcher that I have. In my water pitcher, we put four cups of water and one cup of coffee grinds. Okay. Okay. Coarse ground. Yeah. And again, you always want to use high quality coffee. You're always, you know. You always want to use the alternative daily organic Lucy brew. coffee. Yes. <laughs> Fair trade. So what you do is you then just put it on the counter. Just sit it on the it counter. It doesn't have to sit in it, the fridge or No, anything? no. I mean, you could put it in the fridge. Okay. But we put it on the counter for at least 12 hours. 12, okay. So for example, Colin and I have been doing this at night before we go to sleep oh or goodness. when we're washing dishes after okay. dinner or something. We're not done yet, are we? In the morning, you're going to have this pitcher that's been steeping these coffee grinds. What we did, that's why we bought two pitchers. Yep. You're going to take a fine mesh sieve or some sort of strainer and... Is it, is it sieve or sieve? Is it sieve? I think sieve. Okay. okay. <laughs> you're, you're getting off topic. Sorry. <laughs> you're going to take your fine mesh sieve <laughs> and, and this sieve. is important, get cheesecloth. Invest in okay. cheesecloth. I got it at Target. I mean, you can get it at a grocery store. It's very easy. Could you use, um, like if you have a regular coffee maker, could you pour it through that, that filter? You could use the coffee filter paper if you want. Because uh, I have like actually the gold mesh one. You could do that. That would okay. be fine if All you've right. got it in your regular coffee pot. Right. Essentially, what you're going to do is you're going to now pour this coffee concentrate that you've yeah. made. So what happens is these grinds soak for 12 hours, and so it gets everything into this filtered water. Yes. But it's not four cups of coffee. Don't look at it like that. It's a super potent coffee concentrate. Oh, okay. So what you're going to do is then, so what we've been doing is using this mesh strainer, yep. lining it with cheesecloth, putting it on top of the empty pitcher and pouring the grinds through, straining it. Okay. The liquid that you have is like liquid gold. Okay. It is really, really dark. It looks like very, very dark coffee. Okay. My recommendation for everybody out there would be to start with half a cup. Do you dilute it? Do you put any other water in there or no? I haven't been, no. I'm just drinking less coffee. Okay. You don't need as much. You could mix water with it if you want. You could put your regular coffee cream or milk or whatever it is. But don't pour yourself a mug of this like you would pour yourself a mug of regular coffee. It is super, super strong. Wow. So I would say start with like half a mug. Half a mug. Half okay. a mug. It's going to be at room temperature. You could throw ice water, uh, ice cubes into it. If you love the taste of hot coffee, microwave it. Ew, no, no, microwave it. You could. 
Or you could add warm water to it. Yeah, that's what I would do. Whatever you want to do. Don't, don't microwave it. Cold brew coffee is amazing. Now, for me, I have acid reflux, and I suffer from that a lot when I eat uh, tomato products, sometimes coffee. You will not have issues with acid reflux with cold this brew coffee. This cures your acid reflux. It does. I mean, I, I even pulled up an article to prove <laughs> it to you. It's a lot better. Plus... So do you drink it at room temperature or... I So the first day that we make it, I drink it at room temperature and then we store it in the fridge. Here's the other thing. You're going to make this coffee concentrate and it doesn't go bad. So you can leave it in your fridge for up to a week. What? So Colin and I have been making a big enough batch to where we're good for about three days. Wow. It's amazing because basically This is what the dope doing, show, huh? This is your new dope show? This I is am it? telling you... If you have issues with drinking hot coffee, such as stomach aches, you go into the bathroom after you have coffee, anything like that. And it's because hot coffee has a higher level of acid in it. Sure. And it affects your body's pH. So the human body thrives with a higher level of alkalinity than acidity. So cold brew coffee is more of an alkalizer than an acid food. Wow. I'm telling everybody out there, Try it. It is so good. You can use the coffee that you currently have. If you have ground coffee, so and it's cor- not- you want to get eight out, eight out of ten coarseness. Yes, eight out of ten coarseness. Now, I mean, let's say you want to try this tomorrow just to see if it's something that you'll like, and you have fine ground coffee. When you're straining it, just use more layers of cheesecloth because the reason you want it coarse ground is because when you strain it. Do you drain it one time or do you keep it? Yeah, no, we just pour it in one time. Okay, all right. You know, that's what the cheesecloth is for, and it's going to get all the grinds out of it. Sure. And then you could compost with that. Do you throw away your cheesecloth or you wash it? No, we throw away the cheesecloth after. You don't don't recycle it? Well, I mean, I recycle the the actual cloth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like we use a different piece every time. Okay. It is amazing. So again, it's super easy. What we've been doing is one cup of coffee. Oh, do you squeeze it? That's... Yes. You yes. do squeeze it. Uh-huh. Okay. It's, it's sort of like you shake it. Like imagine you're, you're um, straining pasta. Because I know when you're doing like kava, because you, you actually have to do something similar where you actually strain it and stuff, they say actually do not squeeze it. No, you can squeeze it because you're going to want to get okay. as much of the concentrate right. out of it as possible. So, so for everybody listening, it's four cups of water. Four cups of water to in. To one cup. Uh-huh. Of coarse ground coffee. One cup of coarse ground coffee. Let it sit on the counter, and it can be in anything. I got a water pitcher, but you could use a mason jar. Man. You could use anything you want. You want something with a lid. Steep what sucks it. is I'm going to do this now, but it's not going to be ready no, till midnight. No, it won't be, yeah. Ste- so do it tonight, and you'll have it in the morning. It's also so great because you don't even have to think about it. Coffee is ready as soon as you wake up. I don't, and I don't have to wake up Noah and Gina with the No, it's amazing. I'm, I'm telling everybody out there. I get very sensitive from coffee sometimes, and... I feel great. So tell me about this. Um, uh, uh, so I've seen these at um, like different Starbucks, juice, uh, juice and shops like and stuff that, yeah. like this. Where they actually have the one that like the spiral thing. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what is like that? the do you know, most. Do you know that? Do you know I think that? that that's constantly keeping the coffee grinds in motion and like mixing up the liquid. Okay. This is like the way to do it at home. I mean, you could. It's similar in the sense to how a French press works. Yeah. You know, because you're like basically like seeping all of the coffee out of the grinds using Was, that is machine. Is there sediment in, in this one? No, there's no sediment because that's what the cheesecloth is for. Yeah, that's the problem that I had with the French press was that it was just... No, it's you're not going to have that problem with this. Just strain it. If it looks like there's some sediment, just run it through the and strainer. And it's just regular again. water? Like it's not... It's just water from would your you Berkey do, would filter. Would you do cold water or does it matter? It does not matter. Oh my God. It's like so it's complex, amazing. but it's not so it's simple. It's so simple. I mean, I'm giving you the most basic way to do it at home. It's so, so, so simple. And it's so much better. I actually think that you can taste the difference in the coffee. Wow. 
Because you know how they say sometimes things like when it's treated with heat really, really quickly, sure. it sort of messes well, with the and, composition well, of it. Too is like with coffee, um, you shouldn't like keep it like on like the heating plate because no, it just goes it's bad stale, for it. yeah. right? And so the best is to put it in a thermos and just mm-hmm. let it just naturally cool down. Um, and then if like some people do microwave it and stuff like that, um, but it's just to kind of like best to just drink it while it's hot. Interesting on this one that it's just you can either keep it at room temperature or I'm gonna try it. Yeah. So what we've been doing is that morning we'll drink it room temperature and then just store it in the fridge. Wow. So then it's iced. If you wanted it, do you hot, put ice in it or no? Or no, you, I don't need to, okay. especially when I take it out of the fridge like day two. If like you it. wanted to make hot coffee with it, again, you if you don't want to microwave it, you could add warm water to it because it's a coffee concentrate. So let's say you're the kind of person that's used to having a full mug. Yeah. Use half the coffee concentrate and then add filtered water to it. Love it. It's so good. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody listening, just try it. It is so, so, so good. I cannot speak enough about it. I mean, I have been speaking a lot. Wow. right now so so that's how you do the cold brew coffee mm-hmm. i was so excited when you kind of were, were oh my god it's i couldn't I, when colin told me he wanted to make it i thought it was going to be this long arduous process we're gonna have to buy all this stuff i mean you we didn't even need to buy pictures i mean yeah. you, we have everything at home already yeah so try it out ladies and gentlemen you will love it just awesome. again keep in mind it's coffee concentrate so it's coffee you, concentrate i mean you wouldn't drink a whole mug of espresso shots i mean you would you'd be oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know well, so kind of like is it how does it compare to like cuban coffee I got a pretty good rush from it. But again, sometimes when you have Cuban coffee or coffee like that, you have that crash after. This is like a very good sustained energy. I did have one. Like I I had one, I think it was like two weeks ago. I think it was before I got sick. Um, There's a a new acai bowl place that Mm -hmm. just opened up and they have a cold brew. It's actually on tap, which is kind of cool. And um, I tried it. I guess the downside too is that if you do put like, because like some of the places only offer, let's say, like sugar in the raw, mm-hmm. right? Or like the crystal. Yeah, it's not going it to dissolve. It doesn't sugar. dissolve. So, um, so I actually used honey. You know, yeah, well, well, honey would be great for that. Um, and it was really good. I, I did notice though that it was potent. It wasn't like it's stronger. Yeah. yeah, I mean the taste, the energy, and it's because of the cold water, and it just soaks. Yeah. Now I know that. And I think some Starbucks actually have the cold brew coffee, but if you just get an iced coffee, it's not the same. No, right? no, 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 right, no. Because yeah. iced coffee would be coffee that's made hot, and then they get it iced. Man. This is actually just steeping it using room temperature. This could be, I mean, this could actually get rid of your coffee maker. It, there's no need for it. All you need is a coffee grinder. Wow. Yeah. This is really amazing. Cool. I'm, like, I really want to do this. this no, uh, please. And you have to tell me tomorrow. What you I will. Think. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use Lucy's Brew. Um, the Alternative Daily Lucy's Brew. Uh, we're going to be giving away 10 bags of that. And this is like a perfect, perfect, you know, companion topic for I this. I know. I'm so excited. Um, so make sure that you email us, um, podcast at the Alternative Daily subject line coffee or lucy's brew if you want extra points <laughs> and uh tell us what you put in your coffee and um another topic that you'd like us to cover um hopefully it's just all about coffee from here on out and also if anybody out there also likes cold brew as much as i do let us know because i love it yeah so i th- th- the last topic that i want to get into I, kn- I know that we're running a little long here and i was debating it in my head whether i want to get into it uh, but i think it'll set us up maybe for next week and mm-hmm. another topic which is um it's it's pretty cool because it goes into you know, with, with as, as I've been doing my travels and meeting with a bunch of different people and everything, um, and even just kind of going through my own personal journey and th- everything, it kind of like I, I've been noticing, um, you know, and one of the conferences I was at was all about kind of how to, you know, get outside your comfort level and, you know, lead people um, and, you know, and not look to others for being like your savior or your salvation, right? And so the one cool thing, it really kind of took, took it away from me, 
was um, one of the speakers, his name's Bo Eason. He used to be a NFL football player turned playwright. And um, cool. yeah, and he, uh, excellent speaker, Ex- just commands the floor. It's very animated, really cool. Um, but base, uh, the theme of his, 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 his story was um, uh, no one's coming. Meaning, but like when I'm like, when I'm like, they asked a question and it was like kind of like a workshop. So it's like, what's, what keeps you up at night? And he said, he's like, for me, what keeps me up at night? He's like, it's kept me up for a while. It was like, you know, everybody's looking for somebody who could come save me. Is somebody going to come? And I'm not not talking about like a religious way. What I'm talking about is like your day-to-day life. Like who's going to help me pay my bills? Who's going to help me get that car that I want? Who's going to help me get the house? Who's going to help me get through the sickness with my child? And and everybody's just waiting for somebody to come to rescue them. And nobody comes because there comes a point in your life where you realize no one's coming. It's me. And it really hit home for me, kind of like put into words what I have been trying to say and preach, you know, especially with the alternative daily, but then in my lifestyle, which is putting your life on your own shoulders. And it's, um, it, and what I mean by that is saying no one's coming. It's up to you. And I don't think a lot of people take that aspect anymore. A lot of people, and I don't want to get into kind of the entitlement talk, but there's a lot of just people from entitlement. I'm not even talking about from handouts from the government. I'm just talking about in general where people are just happy with status quo. They're just happy with mediocrity. And what, what you find is you just get mediocrity, you know, mediocre results and everything. And that's never been good for me. That's never been good enough for me. And there's some things I'm fine with being mediocre at, right? <laughs> I'm fine with being a mediocre landscaper. I am. <laughs> I, I, I can't go out there and do my best. I'm terrible at, you know, at wood shop and doing these things. However, I do know this. If I wanted to be good at it, I would be damn good at it. Um, and I, and I find that with me and I find that pe- more people need to see that. Um, and so I kind of, this last topic was all kind of like all about alternative mindset, which was, um, one of my f- good friends that I met last week. Um, you know, he's actually the one who, um, his, his name is Mark and he listens to the podcast. Hello, Mark. Hi, Mark. And, um, and Mark, uh, I, I admire Mark because, you know, he, he's watching his daughter, Lucy, um, who's, and she has I a coffee named after her. coffee named after now. <laughs> and I actually brought him a bag of it. It's like, oh, there you go. Um, but, you know, what he's doing right now between watching his daughter every day and then he actually does some work at night and then is trying to get his business off the ground um, is I, I see that I see a little bit of me in it. Uh, but then it's also that like it's he is saying, I want I want this and I'm going after it. Nobody's coming to give it to me. I'm, I'm going after it. And he did tell me one thing, which I, I kind of I didn't. I didn't physically slap him in the face, but I stopped him right there. Um, he had said something like, you know, I, you know, this is what I want to do. But well, he's like, but you know, he's like, I'm not an entrepreneur. And I was like, stop. <laughs> I was like, you got to stop. And he's like, why? And I said, you know, just because you haven't necessarily found success yet does not mean that you're not an entrepreneur. You're literally putting your family on your back right now. You're taking a backseat from your professional career to help with your daughter while also trying to start something outside of the typical nine to five. I was like, there's nothing more entrepreneurial than that right now. It's like, you're literally putting it on your back. I was like, and that is something that is just a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people don't have that, you know, let me put this on my back. I'm going to get this. And a lot of people are just kind of like sitting back saying, you know, I'm fine with this, you know, and I've never liked that. Um, you know, I've had conversations with multiple people of like, you know, I don't like how, you know, not necessarily the government, but like the local government is doing blah, blah, blah. Like, well, what can you do? And people say, you know, I can go vote. I'm like, well, that's bullshit. You know, what? voting, sure. You know, what? that's that's your civic duty. But why don't you get off your butt 
make you know start making a change if you're really really upset with it and you want to change something local government go do something go raise money go make more money to do this and i don't mean to sound like i know that kind of puts people off when i say go make more money but when you when you realize that you can do anything that you want and you set your mind to it it's very empowering and uh, there's a lot of people that are just fine with mediocrity and even less than mediocrity and just kind of sitting back and saying eh, it's okay you know and if, and if and if i'm not saying that accepting things is okay is not okay uh, because there is an there is a um i would say like a deep lesson in acceptance um but for some things like i knew when i when i went through my whole kind of like fear of death i want i i, I got to a point i was like i gotta get through this and i scratched and scratched and scratched until i found a way through and then i also knew that i also didn't want to work for somebody else i wanted to start my own company and i literally did everything in my power even when people would say that's a dumb idea you know what why would you want to do something like that you know you, i heard this all the time too which was you you have a pretty good job you know maybe you should just kind of you know just relax and <laughs> it's like no i have this itch i have to scratch it and it's not that it comes um uh, easily, right? It's there's manic stages during this whole thing. It's like you get the highs of highs because you've accomplished something. You get to the lows of lows because something didn't work out. And so I, I don't mean to be ending this on a rant, but it's just that, you know, if you're out there and if you're feeling like you have something better for you out there, and I think every single human being feels this way, um, it's because there is. And you can go through your entire life and say, uh, you know what? Maybe that's just you know that's just like that's a dream. That's kind of like you I'm know, too old for that. I'm I too have old kids for that. Now. Which is such it's so it's so bullshit. And it's so just because you have kids, like I make excuses every day because I have a kid and like I can't go work out. And it's bullshit. And I call myself on it. And so and the, I'd like to bring it back to kind of that story of when I was driving from uh, L.A. to San Diego. This was a big moment for me, um, and it may not seem that big for everybody. I'm an extremely introverted person. Um, I do like a routine, um, and I do not like getting out of my comfort zone. And as I'm driving down, I had to meet somebody for lunch at noon and it was probably, I don't know, nine o'clock while I'm on my way down. And, I, and like, I'm thinking I should cut. I was like, I really do want to go see the surf contest. And, and like the voices in your head are like the thoughts in your head are kind of like, you can't do that because you got, you know, you got to do this thing and blah, blah, blah. And just, and just kind of skip the surf, surf contest because it'd just be easier and you're going to stay in your comfort zone of staying here. And it finally, it just hit me. I was like this because it was after this kind of like whole conference i was like this is what it's talking about it's like i can literally do whatever i want if i want to go to the surf contest right now i'm gonna go and so i made it happen now again i'm not saying that you can literally go make a million dollars today or you can literally go cure cancer today um it's all within a specific you know balance of, of different things but if you can put your mind to a legitimate goal with legitimate steps to accomplish it the only person that's holding it back is you and and that was a big thing for me that I realized on that trip was that I was holding myself back. I was holding myself back. And then when I met with Mark, Mark's got it. Mark's got that, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit. Mark's got that. He's got that it factor to kind of be very successful um, in, in running his own business. He just needs, and I, I was telling him, I was like, you just got to get out of your own way. And when I was, um, when I first started, you know, the Alternative Daily, there were so many people saying, you can't do this or, you know, it's been done before. And I knew that it's, it, as long as I put one foot in front of the other, I could get something accomplished. And I, I literally remember that analogy when I was starting. I was like, I'm getting out of the way and I still get in, in my way today. But back then I was like, I have a goal and I'm just going to continue. I'm going to post this content because I know it's good and people are going to like it. And that's going to get me closer to my goal. And I'm going to post this content and I keep just walking forward because I, I like finally got out of my way. And so I kind of like wanted to, you know, kind of bring this up as a, as a topic, you know, as we're wrapping up. Um, and I'm, I'm 
probably blindsiding you with this. And if you don't have anything to share with it, but it's just a matter of just saying, you know what, I'm going to do this. I mean, you live in South Beach. There's a lot of people that would love to live in South Beach that just say, I can't do it. Or, you know, I have kids. And I, kids are a big responsibility. And there's definitely things that you can and can't do by having kids. But I know a ton of people that have kids that move places to check them out. And you got you to keep your ego in check. You got to say, am I doing this just you know, to better myself or better my family? But going on vacation or trying these things. And I know some things are financially hard to do. But literally just getting out of your brain and saying, you know what? I can do that. I can literally go jump in that pool if I want. I can literally go make an awesome meal if I want. If I just literally get out of my way and you don't have people and, and, and people will always tell you, you can't do that. You can't do that. Everybody will always tell you that. And those are the people that are just kind of sitting on their couches, you know, not to say that football is bad, but <laughs> sitting on the couches <laughs> watching football, but get off the couch and, 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 and literally go do something. And so, I, I don't want to think that I was kind of leaving last week. I, I literally I, I empowered myself because I made that decision. And even though it's small for people, some people might be rolling their eyes saying, this guy just kind of like, he just took a, a different exit on the road. But it was big for me because everything in my, everything in myself was saying, don't go, don't go. Except the one exploration part of me was saying, just go, you can do it. And I did. And I got out of my way. And once I actually made the decision, like I did park, and I was like, oh, it is so far away. And I was like, no, I'm going. And then once I kind of said, I'm doing this, I was full fit, full head in. The contest was actually off that day, but, and it wasn't on, it was going to be on the next day. But I was like, I want to go see this thing and I'm going for it. And it was just really left me. I was kind of like, we just got to get out of our own ways. And so I don't mean to blindside you with this, but it's one thing that I want to leave, leave with, but I didn't know if you had anything to share from no. that standpoint. Well, I mean, first of all, I, being that I work as a television and video host, I, I don't know how you do it, by the way. <laughs> I, um, I obviously, I have lofty goals and I have dreams. And, you know, I, I think that for me personally, obviously, I've been working with you for almost two years. But back in November, if you'll remember, I decided to go full time into like freelancing. Yep. I was working at a few jobs that were full time and it wasn't allowing me to go on other auditions to work with my agent to see you more. And so I had to make the decision back in November okay, if I'm really going to do this, then I have to go into it. And I did. And the thing was, it was really funny because I was so nervous. I mean, the, all of last November and part of December, I was so stressed. I barely slept. I was up all the time, you know. Oh, my God, how am I going to pay my bills? What am I going to do? Why would I quit my full-time job to try and do this? And then I went on an audition and I didn't get it. And I was like, oh, God, there we go. I'm going to, you know, nothing's going to happen. But the thing is, now... Things are happening and things do happen. And if I would have continued with being afraid of the what if, oh my God, right. I can't leave my cushy full-time job. You know, how will I ever get another one again? I definitely had a lot of doubts in the beginning, but then I just kept persevering and I was picking up side jobs and, you know, taking smaller projects. And then, you know, obviously this year it's been great for me. And so if I would have always been afraid of, oh my God, well, what will people think? I'm going to tell everybody I'm quitting my job to try and make this full time. And, you know, I'm going to look ridiculous. And then wh what are other people going to think? Because for me, it was always like, I didn't want my family to think, oh, they have to worry about me or, oh, you know, right. she tried to make it. And I think a lot of times we stand in our own way as far as what we think, other, how other people yeah, will perceive us. Yep. And it's interesting because even when I was going through the motions of, you know, there would be some days where, you know, it'd be like a Wednesday and I wouldn't have anything to do. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, well now I'm freelance. So I'm sitting here watching TV. I'm not making any money today. And oh my God, I'm such a worthless person. And 
you know, I mean, I once I got over that myself and I realized like I'm working towards a goal yeah. and everybody else out there that has these kind of goals knows how difficult it is. I mean, nothing worth having is easy to get. Right. And so for me, if I never would have just taken the first step and said, I'm actually going to do this. I typed a resignation later, letter. I handed it to my boss and that was it. I'd still be sitting there thinking about, oh God, I wish I could go on that audition, but I got to be here. Oh, I wish I could work with Alternative Daily, but I have to do that. And so it just, for me, it was a huge, huge, huge thing to overcome, but the rewards have been so great, not just in the the ways that you can see as far as, oh, I have a great work schedule, I make good money, but in the sense of, I actually achieved something that I was so afraid to do, that so many people, even while they were supportive, were also... Well, you know, I guess, you know, you could always fall back on this. And, you know, I know people are trying to be nice when they say those things. But, you know, it's also thinking, oh, God, they're already telling me if I screw up, then it won't be the end of the world. And Because for me, it would have felt like that. And so you just have to keep persevering. I work with a guy who recently... He's in a, a different industry, but he recently decided to like pursue his passion and he has two kids and he was really stressed out about that. And he's been working on the side and doing all these things to try and like make that goal. And so I think a lot of times we're also thinking, okay, you know, well, I've got this security in my life. I've got my paycheck. I've got my, my job and all of these different things scheduled always. If you want to do something that's totally outside of your comfort zone, keep in mind that things are going to be uncomfortable. Yes. And that's yes. the biggest thing is you're not just going to be like, okay, great. I don't have to answer anybody today. My life is going to be so much better. In my experience, it gets worse or harder before it gets better. Oh yeah. But then when you learn to celebrate like, oh my God, I went on an audition and I actually booked it. Okay, great. And then like those things slowly for me started happening more and more. And it was just, those were the little, I learned to celebrate like the smaller milestones yes. because they were so, so big. Yeah. The, um, and one thing to keep in mind too, and it's something when I first started, like, I want to run my own company. You think that like, okay, I'm just going to arrive and bam, here I am. And I have like all these employees and things great. And here we are. It's like, you never arrive to that. No, no, You're no. never like that. And so you definitely, more often than not, you got to get through the hard shit. You got to get through the tough stuff to get to it, but you never get to a point where you're like, Oh, this is it. I made it, right? And it's and that's important to understand because what you do is then you start celebrating those little wins. Mm-hmm. And and the one thing I was actually sharing with Mark was that you're nothing is permanent. Literally nothing is permanent. Like any anything in this kind of like form physical world, nothing is permanent. And so I even told him I was like, you know what? And him and his wife were contemplating kind of a big a big decision in their life. Um, and I told him I was like, nothing's permanent. I was like, if you were to do this decision, if you were to do what you guys are talking about, um, and it works out great. It's not going to be permanent, but then if you decide not to do it, just think of where you're at now. That's not permanent either. And so once you kind of kind of realize that and say, I, I, that means I can literally just do whatever. Not to say that there's not repercussions for everything, because sometimes there's definitely repercussions. But you know, people get they want to kind of sit on their couch and kind of just like. But even that's not permanent because you're going to eventually die on that couch, right? And so what I was sharing with him was like, you got to take chances. Um, I, I had never gone through, I never wanted to go the whole corporate route of things and I did and it sucked and I was bored and you know, I'd got to get out. I wanted to kind of take my own way. And when you kind of get to that point, like you did and like what I know that Mark is doing right now and a bunch of other people where you literally put it on your shoulders and say, I'm doing it my way. You know, even though you never arrived, there's still kind of a feeling of, ah, 
I'm making it. I'm making it, right? Yeah. I'm doing it my way. I think it can also be, you can use this example just very quickly for those of you out there who maybe do love your jobs and you don't need to start your own business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, this could be this, something, this applies to everything anything. Else. Think yes. about like a fitness journey. 100%. So many people are afraid to get, people say to me, oh, you know, I could never be like you. I could never work out like this. Oh, right. oh, you're so lucky. It's like, no, I'm not so lucky. Right. I started at a gym years ago. I was uncomfortable. I didn't know what to do. Yes. I looked up things online. I asked trainers. So, I mean, it, it could be about anything. If you want to no. start a fitness journey, uh, if you want to yes. do eat better, it's you standing in your own way. And I, and I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't want everybody to say like, oh, no, I got, I, everybody's I, like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yes. And that's, and that's not what it is. But it's like, if you feel this burning desire for something, a change, go do it explore it and you know what you might find that what you're looking like what you're looking for isn't really what you're looking for yeah. it's actually something else because it's all about the journey it's all about the journey um, but then if you do have an itch you know scratch it there's nothing wrong with scratching it you know it's a healthy scratch right not to saying like oh you know i really want to have a beard 9 30 in the morning i mean nothing stopping you you can but that's <laughs> not the type of stuff that i'm talking about right and so and so that's what i wanted to wrap up with you so you know if you're getting the itch whether it is to start your own business or whether it is to go to the gym or whether it is to eat healthy or like, travel or travel here's the thing no one's coming to take you on that ride. No one's coming to take you traveling. No one's going to put you on that treadmill. Even though there's trainers and stuff, you have to bring yourself there. No one's going to start that business for you. It's all on you. And then once you realize that, it's it's a very humbling. It's scary. It's, it's very, very humbling. Um, but it's but it's very humbling. It's very scary. But it's also just kind of, it's very liberating too. It's like, this is on me. And it's, this even goes in like with your relationship with other, your husband, your wife and stuff like that. You can't expect them to fix something if it's wrong. You can't expect them to, you know, to know what you're feeling and how to please yourself because it all that comes back to loving yourself. You truly have to love and be comfortable with yourself and you can't expect that person to, to, to return that if you don't love yourself. And so once you kind of say, I'm putting this on my back and I'm doing this, no one's coming, it's very liberating. And so that's kind of the, the alternative mindset that I wanted to, to, to leave on. I feel so encouraged. Yeah. Right now. I, I want to get the hell out of here and change the world. <laughs> um, so that's what we have for you today. Um, I'm glad to be back. Um, I, we'll be back next week. Yes, we will be I back next week. Again. Um, <laughs> but we'll be back again next week. Uh, and we should have some coffee out for some folks. And actually by next week, we should ha actually have a way that people can buy the coffee. That's so exciting. Too. So um, Megan? Where can you find us online? You can find us online at thealternativedaily.com. We are also on social media, so please connect with us there. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter. Remember, if you want to win one of your free bags, one of our free bags of Lucy's Brew, the all-new organic free trade alternative daily coffee, email us, podcast at thealternativedaily.com. Subject line, coffee, or I prefer... Lucy's Brew. <laughs> in the email, tell us one, a topic you'd like us to cover on the podcast or on the website, and how you take your coffee. I like mine, Black Cold Brew. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so glad. I'm going to actually take some notes and make some tonight. <laughs> um, so that does it for us. Thank you guys very much, and um, we'll catch up with you next week. Bye, guys. Talk to you soon.